Hi there, my name's Jane Anderson and this is the Jane Anderson Brand You Show. It's the podcast for experts who want to have greater impact, influence and income for their businesses and careers. As experts, we know that people buy from people and work with people who they know, who they like and who they trust. So I'm so glad you're here because it's that time again now to really amplify how you show up in the world. Hi there and welcome to the Jana Anderson Brand You Show where we talk all things personal branding uh, because we believe that people buy from people and they buy from people who they know, who they like and who they trust. Um, I'm so excited that you're here today and jumping on the podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about what makes you unique, what draws people to you and why your personality matters um, to help you stand out and how it will help you grow your business, particularly if you have a personally branded business. So welcome. I don't know what you've been up to this week, but I've come off a few weeks of um, really hectic travel and workshops, and so I'm, I'm back in the office this week and uh, and getting to um, sort of recover a little bit and do a few of the things that I want to do um, and uh, and get a little bit of focus ready to get back on the road. But and one of the things that I do, I do tend to travel a lot, and I don't know if you travel a lot, but what I find when I'm on the road is that, you know, when I come home, um, you know, I, I'm i single, so when I come home, you know, it's, it's like I've been running around looking after everybody, so when I get home, I'm like, oh, wow, you know, it's just me, it's so nice, and not that I don't like everybody, of course, but, you know, that feeling, and uh, when you get home, you're like, oh, good, you know, it's just peace, and I can just chill, but one of the things I really like about coming home when I've been traveling a lot um, is that I uh, I generally get a guy to pick me up. His name's Bruce. And, uh, you know, particularly when I've been traveling, some days I travel travel most days, but, but Bruce comes and picks me up at the airport. Now, Bruce is, he's in his, I reckon he's probably in his late 60s. Um, so he's a, he's a little bit older gentleman and I just love him. When he comes to pick me up, um, you know, he, he drives part-time as a taxi driver, so, he, so as a, like a, a chauffeur. So he comes and picks me up. And, um, but the reason why he drives is to have enough money to pay for fuel to put into his plane. Now, I don't know if you've heard, but in Australia, there's a a charity called Angel Flight and it's a not-for-profit organization and they fly, um, uh, they deliver non-emergency flights to people who live remotely and who need to access specialist medical treatment. So in particular kids, which is why it's called Angel Flight. So Bruce is a semi-retired uh, pilot. So he has his own plane, um, but he does this charity work. And the reason why um, he, he drives is to have enough money to put fuel in his plane to be able to pick these kids up and their families to undergo um, things like cancer treatment because um, the government doesn't provide any money for this kind of service. The government only provides funding for emergency care, but this counts as non-emergency care. And um, so what I didn't know was that the, the pilots that fly for this charity um, do so out of their own pockets. So they pay for their own fuel and maintenance of their planes. And um, 
and that's why Bruce drives the taxi so that and so that he can have enough money to be able to do that. Now, what I really and I love that about Bruce, and I think he's a wonderful human being. Um, but there's something else that he does, and Bruce um, has uh, well, he used to have a little chihuahua, and the chihuahua was called Harley. <laughs> and what he used to do was he would put Harley on on the plane with him to fly everywhere. So whenever had whenever Bruce had to fly a child to hospital, he would dress Harley up in a little nurse's uniform and uh, complete with a little white nurse's hat and had a little red cross on it. And you can imagine, you know, the kids um, being on the plane, uh, you know, it totally brightened up their day, particularly at a time, you know, that when it was really difficult. So Harley did a wonderful job of taking the child's mind off what's happening and she really helped them just enjoy the trip. And in some ways, you know, Bruce told me that the kids sometimes even really looked forward to their flight. And, uh, and so I think what I um, see with people in their businesses and particularly um, in a personally branded business is that sometimes we don't always, um, uh, you know, see our uniqueness and see what brings our personality that comes to life. Because if I look at someone like Bruce, you know, I love working with him. I love his energy. I love who he is and the contribution he makes to the world. And, uh, you know, when I get off the plane, I have a choice. I can go and stand in a taxi rank. I can go and jump in an Uber. You know, I have, I have plenty of choices. In fact, I could probably even get the uh, the train into into the city and then a, another cab ride home or something like that. But I choose to be picked up by Bruce because I just really like him. I think he's a good bloke. I think he's doing something really good in the world. He's doing something really meaningful. And that little bit of extra money that I give him is worth it if it helps him to do what he does. I think it costs me about an extra 10 or $15. So it's not, it's not very much at all. But I get to feel like I get to contribute in some way and I get to make a difference and what I love about Bruce is that you know he humanizes the whole taxi experience for me and you know I know that if I gave my money to one of these other companies that I'm I'm just a commodity you know I, I don't feel the same connection that I do with Bruce and to create a, a business in this world that will survive I believe we have to really humanize that experience because we have to give that to our connections and to our customers. And the more that we humanize that experience for them, the stronger their emotional connection will be for us and with us and the stronger the likelihood that they will want to work with us. And I think, you know, you only have to have a look at, you know, social media overall. It's not that hard to see, you know, if, if you... If you're buying a, let's say you're wanting to buy a particular red dress and if you see that red dress being um, tried on or it's in a picture on Instagram of someone who you follow because you like their taste, you're going to want to know where I can find that red dress. But if you put that red dress on, you know, your shop site, um, it, you know, it's, it hasn't got as much appeal because you're wanting to, you know, wear it because this particular person's wearing it or they've put it in front of you and that person you trust more than that brand. And, you know, today I think the consumer, and certainly what I see, and you've only got to look at um, – so many blogs and even if you look at there's a blog uh, an interview recently with uh, Alexandra Morsco from uh, she's in a PR firm in uh, Chicago and she does a lot of work with Instagram 
and she says the same thing. The interview's only been done recently, but she said, you know, people really want to um, trust the person that they're working with, and it's it's not that hard to see that, you know, the people who have a lot of followers on social media are human beings. They're not necessarily uh, brands. They're not necessarily big companies. They're the individual. And I think it's the same when it comes to LinkedIn. And I think one of the problems with LinkedIn is that it's become a little bit like a commoditized type networking. So all I have to do is click uh, connect and suddenly I have connections and I don't even have to personalize that. You know, I just have to click, I want to connect with this person. That's all I have to do. And suddenly I have a network. Um, you know, if I look at my profile, my profile tells me that I have about four thousand, four and a half thousand connections, and so LinkedIn reward me or tell me that my currency is is these numbers. Um, so it's easy to focus on the numbers rather than the people. And I think in a digitized digitalized world where we sit in front of a computer with no face to face interaction, it's really easy to hit connect without any emotion involved. And so what does this create for you? Well, I think that, you know, this whole digitized space and this whole commoditization and the way that people connect with you, um, it provides a huge opportunity for you to stand out from the crowd. You know, first and foremost, you need to maintain your ability to connect on a human level. So just because you're in front of a computer doesn't mean that you suddenly turn into this robot and don't treat people um, like you would if you saw them face to face. And uh, it was Victor Hugo, the French writer from the Romantic Movement, who said to divineize is human and to humanize is divine. And I think he's absolutely right. So if you're on LinkedIn, I think one of the things to keep in mind is it's really important to just make sure your interactions are humanized. So the problem is LinkedIn provide these templates and they they even half fill them out for you just to kind of attempt to humanize the experience um, the problem is that they when they fill them out for you they're pre-done and everybody sees that they're the same anyway <laughs> um, but when you when you use those you know you uh, you make others feel like they're a commodity to you and that they don't matter and as a result you commoditize yourself and when you're commoditized, you end up competing on price, which is a bit like Uber versus Bruce. You know, I have this choice. I can either go the whole commoditized path and uh, and that's how Uber invented the taxi market. So the industry uh, shifts focus so that it's not about the experience or the customer. It's about the price. And so it has an impact on your value in, the, in your customer's mind. So when I work with clients to build their personal brand and grow their businesses, their job is to make sure they really differentiate themselves from their competition. And one of the ways to do that is really through their personal interaction because your personal interaction is what really makes that customer experience uh, unique and really different because there's only one of you, right? And when there's only one of you, you are what makes the whole experience unique. Your lens, your experience, your perceptiveness, um, uh, uh, and the way your insights, that's the stuff that matters because the way that you would do it, same with me with personal branding, I have a particular style and flavor that I deliver personal branding and there's someone else who does personal branding different to me. We all have a different style and flavor that is, that is unique to us. Um, 
So my challenge to you is to really think about what is it that you can do that will really um, help make you stand out, but stand out in a way not to not to be a show pony or anything like that, but to create real connection. Um, and so my suggestion is look at how you, how can you be a Bruce? You know, you don't have to fly planes and you don't have to have a nurse a dog called Harley. Um, but what you can do is find a way to personalize and individualize the experience that you give to others because people want to um, connect with a personality and that's the whole beauty of going out on your own you know when you're in a business and you're in a large organization one of the challenges I find when I'm delivering personal branding in organizations is that people will say I find it really difficult to be myself I feel like I have to conform people think I'm strange um, I've been told to tone it down I've been told to you know um, put a bit of a lid on it or you're, um, you know, to not as be myself. And this, that's the whole beauty of having your personally branded business is that you get permission. You have full self-expression to really do what you want to do. And, uh, and I think just coming back to LinkedIn and how this can work for you, I think, um, one of the things to do is just be really present to what, um, somebody when someone is connecting with you um, you know if someone approaches you to connect you know just simply asking hey how are you uh, thanks so much for offering to connect is there something I can help you with <laughs> you know it's it's rather than just hit the automatic yes um, connect you know treat them as if the person was was in front of you um, you know it's a, I reckon your profile's a little bit like a shop you know um, I, I spent um, a very long time, spent about, I think it was about 12, 13 years in, in retail and I was an area manager for many years. And um, and one of, the, one of the rules I used to have back then when I used to uh, train staff was that their job was to uh, approach people when they came into the store within 30 seconds. And um, any shorter than that, it was a bit like they're being pounced on. But people want to want to be acknowledged, and they they would you know people would get upset if you had walked in and weren't uh, weren't um, asked how they were. You know, we didn't breathe down people's necks or go up and say, "Hi, what are you buying today?" and "What can I help you with?" and hassle them. It was just, "Hi, how are you going?" Uh, is there something I can give you a hand with? And I think if you can treat your profile the same way, uh, you won't uh, commoditize yourself by commoditizing others. You know, even um, this week, I had a bit of a rant about it because I had um, someone offer to connect with, uh, it, was, it was a connection I already had on LinkedIn. Now, bear in mind, I blog most weeks. I blog, I, I curate every single day on LinkedIn on something about LinkedIn. This person was a contact of mine and they had obviously set up an automated uh, connection, uh, an automated message out to me. Now, the message was about um, offering for me to attend one of their LinkedIn for lead generation courses. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> He's hoping your course um, teaches people to look at their profile or look at the person's profile before you send them a message. So I kind of had to send a message back saying, thanks so much for offering about your course. Um, 
I'm not sure if you noticed, but I uh, I run LinkedIn programs myself, so I think I'm pretty right, thanks. Um, but he hadn't even looked at my profile. And so this is what happens. It's if People aren't stupid. People can see through in inauthentic communication. They can see... You know, they that well, it was totally obvious. He hadn't even looked at my profile. It was it it it, uh, it was approved to send to me. So somebody who already is a LinkedIn expert, they've written a book on it. They run workshops. They're a keynote speaker on all this stuff. Why would you send me a message to go and attend your LinkedIn course? It's quite obvious you haven't looked at my profile, and it's all completely automated. And so you've just totally commoditized me. So my suggestion to you is. With your LinkedIn profile, do what you can to humanize your experience because even, you know, just customers or people offering to connect with you, they've seen something in your profile. There's a reason why they're offering to connect. And my experience has been that with the clients we work with, around 50% of those people who offer to connect with you on LinkedIn, um, they want your help. So they might not want it right now, but at some stage in the future. So you want to make sure that you just set up a system so that you don't lose those people and lose those connections. So once once you've got that in place, uh, you know, it doesn't take long to keep on top of your your lists and your connection and you can do all this in less than seven minutes a day which is why I've called the book and co-authored with my colleague uh, Kylie um, how to leverage your connect how to leverage your uh, LinkedIn profile for business growth and lead generation in less than seven minutes a day um, and by the way you can jump on Amazon and purchase it uh, you can jump on my website jane-anderson.com and you'll see the books area. Uh, it's on in all the other bookstores, Barnes and Noble, uh, Angus and Robertson. Uh, you can get it on Kindle as well. Um, so you can do all this in less than seven minutes a day. You don't have to be on LinkedIn, you know, for two hours a day or anything like that. But I think if you can just simply you know, humanize, uh, particularly LinkedIn, you know, if you're in the business to business um, industry, and uh, you know, this is your livelihood, this is where these people uh, hang out. So it, it, you will, um, and I personally run my entire business through LinkedIn, uh, MailChimp and my email. So my website is a validator. I don't, I don't get any inquiries through my website. Everything else is self. Everything I do is self-driven. So I'm not sitting twiddling my thumbs. Um, so my suggestion to you is use your um, leverage your profile and humanize it. Because if you can humanize those connections, you'll inspire your audience. Your connections will be engaged by you. They'll be engaged by what you have to say and they'll be more inclined to want to work with you. And you'll be helping the people that you know and the people that you like and you get to make the difference in the world and help those people. And, uh, and I reckon when you're in a personally branded business, you become fully self-expressed and you get to make the difference in the world that you were born to make. And I think that's a pretty good thing. So um, I hope that's been helpful today. You're very welcome to connect with me. Please send me a personalised and humanised connection. <laughs> I'd be really grateful. Um, but um, I really look forward to hearing if, if you've made some of those changes. Please reach out to me. Please feel free to comment on any of my blogs. As you know, I run uh, all my blogs on LinkedIn. That's the space that I find uh, easiest to um, to interact and engage. So please feel free to make any comments there. Reach out to me on, on LinkedIn and connect.